0: Hello, hello. Good morning, team. Good morning, crew. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. Good to see a few of you up early and at it already. Alison, Aaron, good to see you. Let us know in the chat, team, what you're up to, where you're coming in from. Welcome to the second Wealth Coffee Chat of 2023. If you don't already know, I'll do the intros. Jason Witten's my name. Most of you know that. Some of you do. Some of you might not. If you knew, if you joined our mentoring and coaching program just recently, you found us through the socials welcome along each morning usually monday to friday i get to hang out with uh, you wonderful amazing people and talk a little bit of uh, talk a little bit about property investing tim all the way from rocky thanks for joining us this morning mate uh, i've been investing well over actually 25 25 plus years as a property investor myself done a few deals helping uh, many investors around Australia and New Zealand also do a few property deals. And along the way, learnt one or two things, learn one or two things. And um, each morning, get to share a few of those things with you guys, ladies and gents, uh, to see how we can go the distance with this thing called property investing. A few sayings around here, if you don't already know, this thing's a marathon, not a sprint. It takes time to build a property portfolio, and that's a bit about what we might talk about today. And uh, the idea that uh, we need to buy good quality properties, buy well, don't sell them, is uh, really important too. So welcome along. Thanks for joining. Good to see you, Jeff. How are you? Um, Mate, uh, yeah, it was awesome to have you there, mate, uh, along with Alison and Michelle and a few of the crew for uh, a little bit of a celebration. So today I was thinking, you know, what can we kick off the year with? Yesterday was a bit of an overview. There's lots going on. We've got plenty to sink our teeth into this year. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a few classics out there, Alison. Um, you know, the idea of becoming wealthy, uh, many of us, certainly me in the early days, I was quite confused with what it was going to take to become wealthy, certainly with real estate and real estate investing. You know, you and I both know, um, and if you don't already, investing is about buying, uh, buy and hold, not trading. Like buying and selling is a business. So I don't. That, that's not my cup of tea. Buying and selling is not something that we encourage investors to do early in their investing, investing uh, portfolio, maybe later once they've got, you know, some acceleration strategies in place, but what does it take? What does it take? What are the things that it takes to become wealthy as a property investor? And there's three things that I'm going to talk about today, big ideas. Um big ideas that uh that we need to understand. And no, and I thought we'd sort of maybe kick that off for the first couple of conversations and wealth coffee chats this year, so we can uh you know lay the foundations of what that might be. So what do you think it's going to take? Um, thoughts, ideas. So, you know, many of us, including me, in the early days, um, thought success, certainly with property investing. Hey, good morning, Sonia. Good to see you. Uh, certainly with property investing, it was like a straight shot, right? You sort of you kick off, you look where you're going, and you and you go for it, right? I don't know about you. Let me know in the chat. Yep. Tim's already on it, some persistence, some knowledge and some patience for sure. You know, uh, what do you think it's going to look like? Yeah, I'll start investing and then you beauty, it'll be a straight shot to success, whatever that is, you know, whatever your version of success is over here. Is it dollars? Is it time? Is it freedom? Is it choice? You know, whatever they are, you know, you beauty along the way, tick, tick, tick. Now, I don't know about you uh, and – you know, my story of investing had a few of these curly ones over here. More like a bit of a journey, um, and uh, and uh, you know, great feedback actually. Yeah. Yeah. So you learn your craft, get get the uh, get the knowledge down pat. Um, it took time. So the first couple of property deals that I did, they went well, and then they didn't. Okay, and then I was out. Hey, morning, Stephen. You know, a couple of years in I thought I was doing well. Couple of couple of years later I wasn't doing well. First little bump in the road, you know, second go at it, um, was a bigger bump. Third go at it. You know, I think uh by now I've got a bit of an understanding personally how I invest and what I do. So certainly, you know, that idea leaves clues, right? Because um Success is certainly a journey in whatever you get up to, no matter where you are, no matter what you're up to, but property is certainly one of those things that uh, uh, many people have opinions on, you know, opinions at barbecues, uh, opinions about things most people aren't even qualified or experienced to have. (laughs) So, you know, sometimes we can get a bit delayed along the way. But, you know, what's the point of this? Conversation, the real conversation is what are those three things, and a few of you guys have already said guys and girls have already said a few of the common theme here, but over time, and this is showing a little bit of an earnings um, idea, but really, for me, this chart really shows that investments will and can and often will outgrow your ability to earn all right, so how do we get that there? What do we do? for us, uh, long-term or maybe even short-term, medium-term, over our stages of investing, right? So a little bit of a refresher. Some of you already know this, uh, this model. But we talk about a model of these three stages of investing. For all property investors I've seen, they go through the acquisition phase. They end up, you know, making sure, they can organise their resources and their focus in a way to acquire the assets that they believe will get them to this point. All right. So tell me in the chat. For many of you, I mean, we're. I don't think there's any spring chickens out there. You know, uh, we're all. Uh, we've all got different. Uh, what's a poli- what's a polite way of saying this? We all <laughs> we're all got some experience under the belt, right? Um, tell me. Average, what do you guys think? In the chat, tell me. You know, what would it take? How many years would it take? Yeah, totally, Alison. Um, How many years would it take you, on average, to get the acquisition done? You know, maybe your goal is five to seven properties. Let's just say that. Five to seven properties, you know, your experience and or your observation well, had done a few laps for the block. That is true, Stephen. How many years? Five to seven years. That's right. Um, you know, especially if um, you've got the resources to do it. And sometimes, sometimes, you know, um, if you've got the income and the deposits to do it, often it'll take five to seven years to get that under your belt. Uh, it can certainly, you know, extend into seven to ten years often for the acquisition stage. So right now, um, uh, a number of uh, – Sonia and Tim talked about this one, staying the course, bit of patience. You know, the number one lesson, the number one takeaway here, and this is not a surprise to anyone, for becoming wealthy is understanding the time it will take as a property investor – to create your wealth, to create your wealth, understand the time, the practical time. All right now, I'm not talking about a business, I'm not talking about being a developer. I'm not talking about renovating and selling. I'm talking about buy good quality properties, own. What's the time frame, practically? Put it in the chat for me. Significant wealth uh, and good passive income from a property portfolio. Put it in the chat. Um, what time frame? What's a what's a realistic time frame? And I don't I don't what's a practical time frame? What's a practical time frame for those properties that you purchase that are fantastic and great and you're happy to own for a long time doing what you're doing? Yep. Yeah, Steven's on it. It's twenty plus years, folks. All right. So most most people, especially and I did too. I don't know about you. But when we're younger, we can't even comprehend 20 years. You're like, what? Twenty years? You're kidding me? Like, i got to do this for 20 years? Yes, you do. Yes. Yes. If you're sitting there right now and you're surprised about 20 years, which most of you I don't think would be, right? Yep, certainly 15 to 20 years to get it mojo on and from 20 years onwards you're going to be styling. Um, is, that, is that good English? <laughs> you're going to be very happy. Um, but time, time is the number one thing, Even even – <clears throat> Excuse me, knowledge or quality or anything like this. Number one thing is time. Most property investors give up. They they shit the bed. They chuck their toys, their good time Charlie's. Oh, I'm only here when the property prices are going up. You know, the last few years, um, uh, you know, those who realized that there were some positives, you know, in the marketplace jumped in. Uh, didn't really have a long-term vision. You know, they bought a property, maybe they purchased at the top of the market, and now they're having a whinge that the interest rates are going up. And over 20 years, you're going to experience interest rates going up, interest rates going down. Average property prices going up, average property prices going down. All of that's normal, right? But you've got to stay the course, which I like, Sonia, saying that. You know, Tim, Persistence and patience, 20 years plus, folks. So number one, number one takeaway, you've got to know this. You got to, It's going to take some time. It's going to take some time, right? And uh, you've got to stay on track, okay? As we go into the next stage, many of you have seen this, this consolidation stage. You've got some assets. You know, those assets are growing in value. You know, your um, your wealth is increasing, your rent Um, which equals passive income is increasing. And at this point, this kind of like in this sort of, you know, 15 to sort of 20-year section, right, this is where, for many of us, we start the idea where uh, we could aggressively, if we choose, to debt reduce, okay? Now, there's a gap here. We call it the wealth gap um, where your uh, debt's, become lower, your values become higher, and we want to unlock this wealth in a certain way, because what happens at this section, and I'm sort of getting off track from our conversation today, but what happens at that section, often your value of your real estate or portfolio is significantly more than the debt you owe on it, uh, but it's not not efficiently unlocked and, and at use. And and you guys know, I talk about things called acceleration strategies at this point, so I'm not going to get delayed today. Um, but we want to talk about that stuff. So, so number one thing is absolutely 100 percent, 100 percent time. That's the number one thing. What's the second one? For me, oh, for me, absolutely 100 percent the most important one. Second one is the right team. The right team. You've got to have the right people, right? So to keep you on track. Now. And third, I'm gonna put I'm gonna chuck the third one in there. I'm gonna chuck the third one in there. Your own amount of knowledge. Okay? Knowledge. So the right team and the right knowledge. Right. So those three things. And time can trump all the others. The team the right team helping you stay on track, you get an accountant. Oh, I don't believe in property. You know, three years in they talk to you about, you know, oh, you, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't do that because it's high risk. Well, you know what's more risky, not owning any assets, not putting $100 a week into your portfolio and never having wealth and ending up on the bloody pension, that's what, what's more risky. It's bullshit, you know. Don't talk to people about your wealth who aren't wealthy themselves right, who haven't invested in that way, all right, anyway, another little side rant, (laughs) I'll do that um, at some point, the right team, Uh, in real estate, there are um, a minimum of six really important people to have on your team at any one time, a coach, we call it the six-star team here at Positive, Um, a coach who's, a finance expert, a property expert, so an agent who represents you, a property manager, property management, an accountant, and a fin planner, right? And they all need to be on the same page, right? The six-star team, boom, that's you've got to have them. Now, you, you're not going to do this by yourself. It's impossible. There's way too many things uh, to know understand and learn uh, an event and and third but not least but certainly you need to have good education which is ongoing so you feel comfortable you know you should never hand over your wealth entirely um there's there's this conversation in this space right where there um you know um where you've got to have an understanding of what your team is doing for you and why, right? So this is kind of like uh, the the difference between delegation, I'm delegating someone to do something because they're tactically proficient at this, like somebody do my taxes. You're not going to do them yourself. um, Or what's called abdicate. I think it is ab. There's a B there, uh, abdicate. Anyway, jeez. Made a mess of that one. Ab <laughs> Anyway, there you go. Uh, ab and then gate. Anyway, you got it. So ab is like, oh, I don't know anything. Someone else do it for me. And, and then you take, take no responsibility for the outcome, right? So these are the big three. You've got to understand it's going to take time, 20 years plus. Don't be a good time, Charlie. Don't be a turkey, tin pot turkey, as Alison <laughs> says. Uh, you know, it's going to take time. Build your portfolio. Hang out with the right people who have your um, who have your success as their success. Okay, everyone's got an agenda, including me. If my agenda is I succeed when you succeed, that's the type of relationship you want when it comes to the world of your wealth. Uh, and make sure you understand what's going on. Educate yourself. You don't have to know everything, but you have to know the overall concept so you can stay on track with your wealth, folks. All right? There you go. I think that's about it for today for me. But last but not least, I want to show you something just quickly. Many of you guys have seen this in um, in our little thing. This is our little uh, passive income and wealth planner. Many of you guys have seen this when it comes to the idea of what happens when we you know, create a wealth. Let's just quickly look at this. I'm just gonna use this as an example, all right? Let's say we buy our own property, our prince place of residence, and uh, five investment properties. That takes us ten years, right? So we're ten years in. We're ten years into goal, right? And we're like, okay, my goal is to have a passive income of a hundred thousand dollars, ten years in. So my goal on the way in, and this it, this is not um Including any tax deductions back, so it would be positive after tax, but you know it looks like I have to keep paying to um own this real estate, and yes, sometimes when the interest rates are higher, you have to put more in sometimes when they're lower, you don't have to sometimes when the rents are higher, et cetera right so then hi oh, ten years in i'm a struggle it's a struggle i'm going to give up no all right well let's go wait, you know what happens when we add some time fifteen years in right now, my passive income is positive, $34,000, right? Okay, now let's go 20 years in, right? And let's what's going on? Yes, 20 years in, I'm at $100,000. 10 years ago, you were like, oh, woe is me, you know, 10 years in. Well, let's do 30 years in. Let's just do that. Let's see that all of the properties have paid themselves off and look at the passive income. It's not linear, team. $439,000 passive income. Okay? The point of that, the point of that team. The point of that is it's not linear. Each decade and the wealth is not linear. Let's go back to that slide just quickly as I wind this one up. It's not linear. It's not it doesn't go just up incrementally. It's not like this every ten years. It's like this. Okay? It's the hockey stick. The the second and the third ten years just goes crazy and then it just expands you you put that 40 years out um then wow and and this is the other thing i think i think one of the other little nuggets here for me that that i've certainly learned as i've got older and i've met wealthy people who um who are now second and third generation into creating wealth wonderful amazing people we we think short-term. I challenge you to think about your legacy. That might be your children. That might be our business. It might be some other things. Imagine you teach your children. Let's just use that because that's my example of the world right now. It could be different for you. I teach my children how to do this at the next generation, you know, so my wealth then gets compounded for their wealth, then gets compounded for some other wealth, Um. You know, what could you do? How could you impact and change the world and make the world a better place? You know, powered by purpose, this stuff. Anyway, there you go. That's it for me, folks. Done. Wealth Coffee Chat, over and out. Uh, Join me tomorrow for another one. Hopefully that was useful today. I thought we'd sort of set a little bit of the tone. Uh, Thanks for joining us. Great to see a bunch of you online. Join me tomorrow for another one. And as always, leave me a few comments in the chat. If there's anything on your mind you want me to discuss, always happy to do so. And, um, yeah, we should uh, make sure we uh, we uh, do some good things this year. All right, team, that's it. Wealth Coffee Chat over and out. You guys have a good rest of your day and see you tomorrow around about the same time, about 8.10. All right, folks, bye-bye. See you then.